Has the UK's new prime minister been appointed in order to institute global currency backed by digital banks? We're going to get into that and so much more today, including the fact that the U.S. elite unit 101st Screaming Eagles are over on the border of Ukraine. I want to remind you all that if you go to amfest.com, promo code POSO, you will be able to secure your tickets for America Fest. It's this December 17th to 20th, Phoenix, Arizona, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, myself, Josh Hawley, Kaylee McEnany, Candace Owens, the great Tim Pool, Lauren Chen, and Mike Lindell himself. Secure your tickets now, amfest.com, promo code POSO. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is October 24th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's top headlines, Rishi Sunak will be named the next UK prime minister with no vote and global currency is to be instituted. That's his agenda. We'll get into it next. The US 101st Airborne Division, the Screaming Eagles, are practicing for war near the Ukraine border. That's nice. Third, massive protests in Paris after the ritual murder of a 12-year-old girl by a female illegal immigrant. And finally, the Biden administration is warning about cyber attacks on U.S. election systems ahead of the midterms. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Today, I'm proud to say that under the UK's presidency, the group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7, is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside physical notes and coins. Unlike most of the digital money people use daily today, it would be issued directly by a central bank, like the Bank of England in the UK. And governments and central banks across the world are working together, looking into what having a digital currency might mean in practice. This includes issues that people care about, such as ensuring users' money would be safe and secure, that it could work with other ways to pay, would be energy efficient and available to everyone. What a stunning and brave democracy moment. I love this. So that's a video from one year ago of who? Rishi Sunak, who's just been named the prime minister of the UK. No vote, no speech, no discussion, no debate. He's the new prime minister. And this is someone that I warned you all about a full year ago, almost a year to the day. We went back to the video because Rishi, man. Did you think I would forget? Did you think Poso would not have the receipts on you? Because I do have them. You're a little bit, I love his tone in this video. It's the same tone these people always have. We're just going to have a little bit of central bank digital currency. It's going to be global currency and we're going to institute it for everyone. We're just going to be keeping an eye on what you buy and how much you pay for it and where you spend your money and how you spend your money. We're going to be able to keep controls over it from the government. Isn't that the best? We're going to institute. This is the guy the central bankers want as your leader. Of course, he's installed. That's why I tweeted a week ago that Liz Truss would be gone before she was gone. I said, she'll be gone, and they're going to put Rishi Sunak in there because they want his central bank digital currencies to be uploaded into the mainframe, paving the way for a global currency, 
and then instituting, what do they call it? Dur, 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 the Great Reset. This is the financial infrastructure for the Great Reset. They've been laying it for a year. He has that video posted to his own account. You could just go watch it. Okay, I didn't, I'm not pulling this from some super secret archive or something. I just remembered it from last year when we reported on it. Because if you're looking at this stuff and you understand the actual issues at play, if you understand the state of the play in the world, if you understand the state of play in terms of where we are and our wealth and our finances, it's a simple question. Who is gaining more power and more control and who's getting less? The central bankers of the world, in this case, the Bank of England, in our case, the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is already talking about doing this. And now Liz Truss, they didn't like her. They thought she was a bit much. So they pulled her out and they swapped in the card for Rishi Sunak. And they're gonna say, oh, this is the first, the youngest one. And he's the first, you know, a person of color. It has nothing to do with that. That's window dressing compared to what's really going on here. This is about total control over you, total control of your finances, total control of your family. This is why we talk about it so much here. I went all the way to Davos and ran an entire global Great Reset documentary. We did a docu-series. It's still airing right now on RAV. We got gripped up, you know, almost frisked. Well, we were frisked by Klaus Schwab and his thugs waving guns in our faces, the MP5s. Why? For the simple crime of telling the truth about who they were and what they were up to. And people like Rishi Sunak, they're not the ones making these decisions. Not any more than any person in the UK voted for this guy to be prime minister. There's no question. There's no thought. You have an entire nuclear power on the United Nations Security Council, which, by the way, is openly and overtly, we'll talk about this a little bit in the next segment here, involved in a war with Russia. And you've got a new leader who's been selected, not elected. Yeah, go ask the people in New York how that's working out for them. You've got nuclear powers that are just getting rid of leaders, selecting new leaders. Boris Johnson was trying to come back. They threw him out. They said no. And I knew that Boris Johnson wouldn't be able to come back. Why? Because this is what they're driving towards. Total finance. This is going to be the CCP-style Chinese Communist Party social credit store instituted. They're going to start in the UK, and then they're going to move to Canada, and they're going to come right here to the United States. And you better be paying attention. You better get awake. You better get awake fast. There's an entire new economy being created right now, and it's filled with patriotic companies that have had enough of cancel culture and the left. One that you can support every day. One company. All you have to do is get dressed. I'm talking about Undertech. That's right, Undertech boxers, they're my favorite because they've literally been tested by special forces operators. They're made with high quality material that's antimicrobial, anti-pilling, and moisture wicking, so you stay fresh and dry all day long. They come with a sturdy yet comfortable waistband that does not crack or loosen. Undertack is durable, ultralight, and shrink-resistant. Here's the best part. They are almost 30% less than the woke designer brands. You know, they're non-binary models. Go to getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com. Right now, when you buy three, you get one free, but only with promo code POSO, P-O-S-O. Support a great American company that's pro-America, pro-Second Amendment, and pro-military. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com. Promo code POSO. Link in the description. 
At a Ford operating site, we watched as U.S. soldiers and Romanian troops pounded targets in a joint ground and air assault. The tank rounds and artillery fire are real. So is the enemy, meant to recreate the fight against Russian forces in Ukraine. A message to Russia and NATO allies alike, we're here. The real meaning for me to have the American troops here is like if you were to have allies in Normandy before any enemy was there. In all, roughly 4,700 soldiers of the 101st Screaming Eagles from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, have been deployed to reinforce NATO's eastern flank. Okay, so the 101st Airborne, the U.S. Screaming Eagles, they've deployed. They're in Romania. They're right on the borders of Ukraine. And that correspondent, he continues and states, or CBS, it's not just about defending NATO territory. They're fully prepared to cross over into Ukraine. That means fighting Russia directly. We also heard over the weekend David Petraeus. You remember that guy, real upstanding former general. What did David Petraeus say? He stated that they're potentially looking at a multinational non-NATO force that could move into Ukraine without the need for the Article 5 invocation, that they would simply have them these guys go into NATO or go around NATO, go directly into Ukraine with a multinational force, so probably the U.S., some of it, probably the Romanians, as we can see here, probably the U.K., under Rishi Sunak, they're going to let him go in because he'll do whatever they tell him to do. Global currency, global currency for Ukraine. Ukraine has to be inside on this central bank digital currency too. Do you see what's going on here? It feels like we're on the brink of World War II and, or excuse me, World War III. It feels like we're on the brink of World War III. And no one seems to have asked any of the American people, any British people, Romanian people, whether that's something that they want. Could we maybe, I don't know, in, in, if we're sending over $80 billion, all right, here's all I'm saying. If we're going to send over $80 billion, what if, just, just go with me on this, what if we sent $79 billion in aid, but we, we pull back that $1 billion, and I feel like a billion dollars would probably be able to hire us some pretty good negotiators. I don't know what the, the going rate for negotiators is when it comes to nuclear war, but I feel like a billion dollars would be able to get us somebody top notch, you know? Like, you know, some, someone, someone better than like, you know, Daryl Brooks defending himself in court there up in Waukesha, you know, not, not him, not him. That's if that's one an, end of it. And then, you know, the top end would be like like Reagan at, at Reykjavik, um, you know, probably somewhere towards the Reykjavik level that we could actually get have negotiated in. I'm just saying Nixon going to China, the secret negotiations with Joe Lai. Do you think that a billion dollars would be worth that? I mean, there's got to be some diplomat out there that would help us out. What's Trump doing? Give him a call, right? Appoint Donald Trump. Send Dennis Rodman over just for fun. You'll know he'll get the attention. You know, send these guys over. Let them negotiate. You can pick a neutral. You can go to Turkey if you want to. Go to go back to Reykjavik. Go to whatever. Okay. Negotiate. We're sitting there on the brink of World War III with Russia, and these people just go watch this full clip because I watched it a couple of times. And you've got U.S. Army soldiers, you've got a CBS correspondent, you've got uh, officers talking like this is just another day at work. 
Just another day at work. Yeah, I might have to go fight the Russia. Do you understand how that goes? Do you understand the implications of playing a game of chicken with a nuclear power? This is why in days past, in years past, we wouldn't do this publicly. We wouldn't do this out front. Say what you want about pronouns. A nuclear missile doesn't care what your pronouns are. A nuclear missile doesn't care what gender you think you are. A nuclear missile doesn't care about TikTok stars going to the White House because a nuclear missile drops and we're all dead. Every single one of us, every man, woman, and child within that megaton radius. And they're acting like it's all some game. Like it's all just big game of chess they're playing. No, shut up. Every single one of you, shut up. Go back to the negotiating table right now because you're going to ratchet this up and ratchet this up and ratchet this up. And eventually it's going to lead to something absolutely horrific for everyone involved. All across our country, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. Our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for a change. And the change starts with you and your wallet. That's why Human Events Daily is proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app that connects freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app from the Apple App Store or Google Play, create a free account, and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can find you today. So download the app right now today, Public Square. That's Public Square Public SQ. Supporters of the French far-right politician Eric Zemmour gathered in Paris to denounce last week's brutal murder of 12-year-old Lola. They say the killing should be a wake-up call for authorities to enforce immigration laws after it emerged that the Algerian woman charged with the crime had overstayed her visa and had been ordered to leave the country. The government has acknowledged that it must do better but deputies in the French National Assembly are split over drawing political conclusions from the tragedy. So there's a story that came out in France over the weekend. It really blew up. Protests in the streets. And I'm just going to read based on the reports that we're receiving. There was a brutal, ritualistic, murder, dismemberment, and sexual torture of a 12-year-old girl in Paris, France, done by an illegal immigrant woman who's 24 years old and a TikToker from Algeria, someone who should have been deported a long time ago, someone who has no business being in France someone who's clearly mentally unstable, unstable. Lola's body was found in a suitcase in Paris last week. Now look, there are some extremely salacious details in terms of this. Ones that I'm not even going to say here because they're not all confirmed yet, 
Some of it purports to be a jailhouse confession by this woman known as Dabia B, this TikToker. And if you look at her account, see, the French media is, is describing her as some kind of homeless person, like a vagrant. Uh, she's 24. She's some kind of TikTok influencer. And there's a report that states when she asked to help with for help with carrying the case outside of her house that carried 12-year-old's body in it, that she told the person she asked to help her that she was selling organs. Now, again, are these statements? Is this just the, the ravings of a crazy person, of a maniac? Or was this true? Was this some kind of human traffic, child trafficking, disgusting, horrific incident going wrong? Or, as some other people are pointing out, they're saying that it may have been revenge on the mother, who I guess was the superintendent of the apartment building or something. The question is, before all of us, what has France uncovered here in this situation? What happened to this girl should never happen to any girl. This should never happen to any daughter, any parent. It's disgusting. It's horrific. And what they're talking about, the things that she did, allegedly, 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 caveat, caveat. The fact that only 9% of deportation orders were carried out in 2021 in France. 9%. Of 143,000 deportation orders. Listen to this. I love this. In response, France's government acknowledged that it had to do better on illegal immigration. No, how you do, how about you do better on the people that are dismembering little girls and putting their bodies in suitcases in your capital city, sir? How about you do something about the trafficking rings that we know? are doing this on a regular basis? How about the US government do something about this for the little girls that we're not talking about down on the border, in our border batter series that we talk about, that's going on every single, now they may not be as brutal as this, but the abuse, the torture, the rape, that's all going on, the trafficking, 100% going on on the US southern border. And yet we're all supposed to act like it's not happening. We're just turning, oh, we'll just do better. We'll do better. You know something? You're not doing good enough. You're not doing good enough at all. Every single one of you should be in jail because of this. And this person, Dabia B, whoever she's tied to, whoever she's connected in, we need to find out everything about who she's involved with, about what situation this is, and the fact that she needs to be locked up for the rest of her mortal, natural life. There's been a report by Meta, the parent company of Facebook, that there may be attempts by China to meddle in the midterm elections. Is that something that you're focused on, or uh, have you uh, heard any specifics? We have been focused on, and uh, there have been public reports from the intelligence community, uh, not just China, um, but about in, uh, interference uh, by foreign nations in our elections, um, starting back some time ago and continuing all the way into the present. So yes, we're very concerned about it. 
So earlier today, Politico informed us that top Biden national security officials are tracking multiple threats to the nation's election security infrastructure. Whoa. Let me just double check. What website am I reading this from? Oh, Politico.com. Okay. Top Biden national security officials are tracking multiple threats to the nation's election security infrastructure. The bulletin will lay out details of cyber threats posed by China and Russia, as well as other non-state actors. Are we, am I, am I reading, I'm, I'm just wanna, I wanna make sure this isn't like a Babylon B version of Politico. Checking the date, October 24th, 2022. Okay, this is today because we were told for what two years now, two full years, that if you made any comments like this, that if you said anything like this about election security and cyber threats, that you are a crazy person, that you had tinfoil coming out of your ears, that you were just nuts. The people like Mike Lindell, mypillow.com promo code POSO, were completely off their rocker and had no idea what was going on had just read some kind of crazy stuff. And yet all of a sudden, the Biden administration, this is what they do. This is how they try to get, this is the gaslighting, folks. This is gaslighting 101. They say, that's not happening, you're crazy. 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 Then they say, that's happening. And then you say, well, what about, wait, I think that that's happening. No, that's not happening, that's crazy. Okay, by the way, that, the original movie, Gaslight, is fantastic. I, I prefer the American one to the British one, but the, the movie is just utterly, utterly incredible. And so what you're seeing here is the US government use you like a joke, treat you like a joke, that if you raise the question, no, 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 no. You're a crazy person. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a Putin apologist, probably a neo-Nazi too. You might even be, huh? <gasps> a bigot, a hateful bigot for suggesting that there could be issues with our nation's election security infrastructure when you know that we have the securest and most securest elections in the entire world. And when people like Mike Lindell, mypillow.com promo code POSO, bring this up by pillow, when they suggest that there could be issues by the pillow with our election, seriously, just by the pillow, well, they're just completely insane. Best night sleep in the whole wide world because they're making it up as they go along. You know you want the new sheets for this fall. And so when you're looking at this, and we all say, if you watch a movie like 2000 Mules, a movie that says, hey, there might be issues with these drop boxes. There might be issues with ballot harvesting. There might, you know, we want to look into this. We want to look into election security. We'd like to know. We'd like to have the warm and fuzzy for the good of democracy that our elections are being taken care of well. We don't want mail-in ballots flying all over the place. We want a system where if you are dropping off a ballot, that is your ballot and your ballot only, okay? We don't want people going around being paid to harvest ballots, to harvest nursing homes, to go through the lists of these voter rolls, people who may have moved away, people who may no, uh, may no longer be alive, by the way. But look, we come from places like, like me, I come from Philadelphia, and you can go back and find 
case after case after case of election issues in Philadelphia year after year after year. Because the Biden administration says, well, when we say there's been election interference, there has. But when Mike Lindell, my Polo.com promo code POSO, says so, he's just a nut. He's a crazy person. And you definitely shouldn't support him at MyPillow.com promo code POSO. And that's all the time we have today here, Human Events Daily. You know what I'm going to say. Our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What did we talk about today? Number one, Rishi Sunak named the next UK prime minister. Congratulations to him. With no vote whatsoever, no speech, and global currency is to be instituted. That's his agenda. Next, the US elite 101st Air Force Division. Screaming eagles are practicing for war near Ukraine's border. Another thing that none of us voted for. Third, massive protests in Paris after the ritualistic murder of a 12-year-old girl by a female illegal immigrant. And finally, the Biden administration is warning about cyber attacks on U.S. election systems ahead of midterms, because apparently those are a thing that can happen again. So make sure, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, go to Salem now. I mentioned it earlier in the show. Check out Border Battle Episode 5 just dropped. But first, it's time for today's history break. On this day, October 24th, 1861, during the Civil War, the Western Union Telegraph Company linked the first transcontinental telegraph. The first telegraph would be sent on October 25th, a message to Abraham Lincoln in Washington, D.C., all the way from California, was talking about staying loyal to the Union during the Civil War. You know, I'm here in the South right now. I'm in Louisiana. I'm going to be speaking at the University of Louisiana, a joint event held with the University of Louisiana and LSU. So one of the first time those two rivals will be coming together. But thanks to Turning Point USA, we're able to be down here. We're able to be holding this back in D.C. tomorrow for all the action. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.